The Devils have lost for the ninth time in 11 games. I don't even know what to say at this point. And also, I get Ryan Graves and Nico Heizer are part of the problem as to the COVID outbreak happening in the NHL. However, I don't think this season is in jeopardy whatsoever. I'm also going to provide my opinion in terms of the overall uh, NHL general situation. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Lockdown Devils Podcast here on the Lockdown Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And in regards to the New Jersey Devils, guys, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to think. I don't even know where to begin. Well, here's a start. So, New Jersey, they have lost for the ninth time in 11 games. So, I guess we could start with that. So, coming into this matchup, the Flyers were on a uh, two-game win streak. And look, I, I, I get that the Flyers were kind of on a hot streak coming into this game. It's the same situation uh, for the uh, Ottawa Senators game because, remember, the Senators were on a bit of a win streak and then they kind of used that momentum against New Jersey Devils. And unfortunately, we just caught a very bad team at the wrong possible time because we all know once you're on a hot streak, you know, your confidence is high. You're doing this, that, and the third. And you, you're just that much more confident in yourself and that you, you play your your best a game of hockey until there's a team that comes along and humbles you unfortunately it couldn't have been the new jersey devils so the flyers uh prior to uh this matchup they after we beat them three nothing in a shootout uh on wednesday they played against the vegas golden knights in which they came out on the winning end four to three and then they uh beat the coyotes five to three so they beat the uh right possible team at the right possible time to use that as momentum to uh, beat the New Jersey Devils because we all know that the Coyotes aren't that good of a team. So, uh, look, we can't use that as an excuse, okay? Look, I get the Flyers, we're on a two-game win streak. I get that, we've established that. But at the same time, that's not a team we should be losing 6-1 to. to. Just no way in hell that should be happening to the New Jersey Devils. And I told you guys, this was a make-or-break game for New Jersey because we know what's riding for this game. And I don't know what it's going to take before the New Jersey Devils start to make drastic changes. I really don't know what's going to be the final straw that breaks the camel's back but it can't be long i've said it in recent episodes that lindy ruff is on borrowed time just because uh you know the new jersey devils were not playing too well we can't get the best out of uh some of our decent players and it just seems like nothing is going right for us especially when it comes to special teams we we suck at power play guys we're ranked uh second to last we're, we're barely above the arizona coyotes in that regards and we'll talk more about that later in this episode but For right now, I don't want to start this episode off on a negative note. I want to start it more on a positive note. So, as we all know, uh, Nico Heizer and Ryan Graves did not play in this game because they are currently in the COVID protocol. But it's not just in the NHL. We're seeing this in the NBA, too. But we're seeing a recent outbreak of COVID amongst athletes. And, you know, we're seeing games get pushed back. We're seeing star players be sat out. And it's basically causing this uh, widespread of news saying, like, what are sports teams going to do in regards to the COVID virus, especially when you... You got some of your main players testing positive for it, and that's kind of ruining the marketing strategy in terms of just trying to, uh, you know, reach fans. Now, I 
just want to say my opinion, while it might be optimistic, it might not be the most popular uh, response, but I'm telling you based on my standpoints, based on facts, and based on what we're seeing in other sports leagues, this is what's going to happen. So look, guys, I know we're having a recent COVID outbreak, and I'm not trying to be insensitive to the whole ordeal. However, uh, if you cancel a season, if you postpone a season, it does affect next season and also the following year after that next season. So what I mean by that is like I'm seeing rumors going around saying, you know what, the NHL, they should take drastic measures and just suspend the season. And then I'm seeing people even take it 10 steps further and just say cancel the entire season and let's just try this again next year. Well, here here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to squander those rumors right here, right now. And I'm sure some of you already know that's not a possibility. Look, the NHL cannot cancel their season. They can't even suspend it for a great ordeal of time just because for this circumstance, like I said, um, if you cancel a season, it does affect next year and also the following year. We're seeing this in the MLB right now. So let's use that as an example. So uh, the MLB, when they came back from the COVID uh, suspension of games back in 2020, they played less than half of their regular season. I think they only played like, what, 60 regular season games? And they normally play a 162-game schedule. So you already have things bothering uh, national TV uh, deals. You got sponsorships, probably not too happy. You already are going to see a decrease in uh, profits from fans, jersey sales, food, whatever the case might be. So you see that the money is going to be affected uh, in terms of the COVID uh, outbreak. And, you know, like I said, we're seeing this in the MLB right now because they're in a lockout because they couldn't come to a consensus on how to make the players happy, how to make the owners happy, how to make the fans happy, things of that nature. So right now, they're, they're kind of at an impasse in terms of just trying to come to an overall deal. I guess the good news is that, you know, this is happening early. Better this to be happening now versus like February when uh, pitchers and catchers have to report to spring training. But still, we're seeing the overall effect. Now, going back to the NHL, if you guys recall, before the games were set to take place in January of 2021, there was actually a rumor going around saying that the season could possibly be pushed back a couple more weeks just because Gary Bettman and the Players Association couldn't really come to a deal in terms of a financial situation. You know, the players wanted more extra time and I, I forget the overall ordeal of that situation, but you guys get it, which is like, that's why we have a Players Association. That's why the owners also represent themselves in terms of situations like that. So that way the players are being hurt. So that way the owners are being hurt and the two can come to a mutual agreement uh, as to how to handle things of that nature. That's why I said during the COVID pandemic, having a players association is so crucial. So that way you have a few players speaking up for on behalf of all their fellow peers, because at the end of the day, they all play the same sport. They all want to support their families. They all want to just play the great sport of hockey. And uh, that that's why it's so important to have things of that nature. And then uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but that's why uh, a lot of the divisions, they were sponsored. So in, in the division that the Devils were playing in last season, it was called the Mass Mutual East Division. In uh, the Central Division, it was sponsored by Discover Cards. So the reason for that was is just because the NHL was just trying to make some extra money because they were losing it due to the COVID uh, pandemic. And then another occurrence that happened last year uh, was the introduction of sponsorships on the helmets. I think the New Jersey Devils were one of the first teams to actually uh, take the initiative to get a sponsor on their helmet. I think they were one of the first teams to do so. And it wasn't that hard for the Devils to find a sponsor. They literally just used Prudential for their a helmet sponsor and I told you guys uh, over the course of the summer the NHL approved to have 
uh, ads on jerseys as well. Not practice jerseys, but actual game jerseys that we're already seeing in the NBA already. And that's going to take place, uh, I think, next year. So uh, that's another tactic to just try to get some extra money their way just because they lost it during the COVID pandemic. So I understand the recent outbreak has a lot of people concerned. And I know the New Jersey Devils are also going through it with Heizer and Graves. But I'm here to tell you right here, right now, uh, the cancellation of a season is not possible. And even the suspension of a season is also a great risk because, look, I don't know what two weeks uh, suspending games is going to do for the NHL. Quite honestly, it puts them even a deeper hole just because you got the Olympics coming up. I don't know if that's still going to be on the table. I would presume so. I would bet all the money in my bank account that the NHL will still allow its players to uh, participate in the Winter Olympics and represent their respective countries. But at the end of the day, guys, look, I know the outbreak can be a little scary. We're seeing this not only in the NHL, but the NBA. But at the end of the day, I don't really know what two weeks is really going to do of just trying to contain the virus, in my opinion. Because, look, I, I, I know there's going to be some hardships when dealing with COVID-19, especially as we're just trying to move forward. But I think we're in a much better place compared to March of 2020 when this first came onto the scene because I think we're handling it much better. We have um, a lot of advancement in medicine. We also have the vaccine. And overall, I just think we're doing a much better job of just dealing with it compared to where we were just a year and a half ago so I don't think uh, suspending the season for two weeks at, at, at the very least is really going to do much because quite honestly it can hinder a lot of teams because we saw it with the New Jersey Devils uh, just earlier this year because the Devils got off to a pretty decent start to begin the 2021 season however they kind of got a, an outbreak amongst their organization and they had to suspend play and also suspend practice suspend uh, meetings for the next two weeks and then after the two weeks were up yes the Devils were able to upset the Bruins and also the Rangers, but they were never the same team. They were very inconsistent. At one point, we lost, uh, I believe, like 12 games in a row, and it was just a huge mess for the Devils to just try to sort out. So at the end of the day, I just don't think uh, suspending a season for two weeks is really going to do much based on where we're at currently. So we just got to keep pushing through because, like, like I just said, and I'm going to say this for the final time, we're in a much better place compared to where we were just a little over a year ago and uh, there's going to be some hardships but at the same time you know those hardships are going to be temporary and I, I know the main priority is to keep everyone safe but at the same time you know we still have a job to do we still have to you know fulfill our uh, daily requirements and I, I believe like we're, we're going to get through this in my opinion like I said I'm not trying to be insensitive I'm not trying to create some controversy I'm not trying to just uh, belittle anyone who's been affected by COVID I'm just saying like and I asked this at the beginning of the year and I asked this to the NHL as well how long are you going to uh, you know keep up the rules and regulations because you know is this going to be the same thing in 10 years because uh, in my opinion if we suspend the season if any major sport suspends their season for like a few weeks a few days whatever the case might be I think it's taking a few steps backwards compared to taking a few steps forward and like I said we've been taking steps forward uh, for the past year and a half of just you know advancing our modern medicine getting the vaccine uh, you know people remaining to uh, continue to stay safe and take uh, extra precautionary measures so for right now, uh, like, like I said, I just wanted to begin your morning with something optimistic. I know uh, the outbreak can be a little nerve-wracking. I know a lot of people might be uh, a, a little hesitant as to what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, I think the season is still going to 
continue to march on and like uh, the Devils and many other teams we're going to get through this we're going to get Ryan Graves back we're going to get Nico Heizer back it has not been confirmed as to whether or not they actually obtained the COVID virus but I think it came from when we played the Nashville Predators because they recently had a little bit of an outbreak in their organization as well so that's my personal opinion but at the end of the day guys we're making strides each and every day I think we're in a much better place and I think uh, the season is still safe it's still intact and the NHL uh, there's just too much money at stake to just be throwing away the season and just look at the MLB when you uh, don't uh, partake in uh, your normal regular schedule it does affect next year so uh, I'm just putting that out there. So I think I've touched on that topic long enough and now I am really hungry. You know what I'm in the mood for despite it being the morning? I am in the mood for a big, juicy, delicious, smoky steak. And I love me some Omaha steaks just because uh, j just the barbecue, the T-bone, whatever the case might be, it is just so rich. It's delicious. I love it. It's my favorite steak. I'm ordering myself some uh, more for, for my family because I have a big family and as we all know, Christmas time is fast approaching so uh, I need to feed everybody so I'm going to get myself some Omaha steaks so the holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky Omaha steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package for $99.99 you'll get 24 entries with the world famous bacon wrapped filet mignon oh boy that sounds really good chicken breast size desserts and much more when you use the NHL pro promo code Code. You'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. Let me repeat that. Additional eight Omaha Steaks free with your order. You, we've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code. And I shall achieve getting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. And just to give you some reference, that bacon-wrapped filet mignon is five ounces, four boneless chicken breasts. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm just getting myself some – I'm getting myself hungry just uh, looking at this. And free five-ounce, eight Omaha Steaks burgers. Woof. Oh my God, that's that sounds really good right now. So, uh, the second live read comes from Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost you get power of free 5G phones, and so you can listen to all the latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for thirty bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you could do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all the knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Well, like Kanye said, no man should have all that power, but when you switch to Boost Mobile, you should definitely receive all that power. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile, disclaimer, Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer coverage not avail everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Boost Mobile commercials that you see on TV, but that's why I was trying to imitate. I was trying to imitate their um, mascot, a cow, when uh, they say Boost Mobile. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm done. I swear, I swear. Okay, uh, let's talk about the New Jersey Devils game against the Philadelphia Flyers because, look, I get we're missing two key players. We, we were missing. Missing uh, Nico Heizer, and we were missing Ryan Gray. 
face. But that that is no excuse for how we played. And just after the first period, you knew that the New Jersey Devils were not going to win. You, you just knew it. There, there was just no way they were going to win because the, it, it just didn't look like they came out with a sense of urgency. And <clears throat> I, I just don't know what to say about this team at this point. And I'm really concerned about our overall just uh, what, what what are we getting? Because after the period uh, number one, Philadelphia Flyers, they had 13 shots of goal. The Devils only had six. And I, I don't know what else to say at this point in terms of the overall effort and determination from the Devils organization, but it's not good right now. And this is just um, very hard to see, especially with our power play. And luckily, we kept the Flyers out of the power play opportunity. But the thing is, is that we gave them a shorthanded goal. And um, and it was one of Atkinson's uh, goals that gave him a hat trick in this game. So uh, the, the the fact that despite us not uh, giving them a power play opportunity, we, we we still gave them a shorthanded goal, and it's just very hard to watch at this point. And I, I even put out a poll on Twitter just recently. I said like, you know, is it time to move on from Lindy Ruff? Now you guys know my opinion. I don't think it's time to move on from Lindy Ruff, but it's certainly time to move on. From his staff, and if, I, if I've said this once on this show, I've said it many, many, many times. I said the reason why Lindy Ruff decided to keep his staff from last year was just because he felt like it would be unfair to just uh, uh, overall evaluate their uh, efforts for the team just based on that season because it was very, uh, an, un, it was an unorthodox season. Like it was, it was shortened. There was no practice. You know, we all get the the, the stitch of it. Just it, it wasn't a normal season for the NHL, so he just felt like it would be unfair to assess his coaching staff just based on that season. I respect his loyalty, but at the same time, this is a business. And at, at the end of the day, we just did not uh, perform well. So uh, like I said, I recently put out a poll on Twitter. So I said, should the New Jersey Devils move on from Lindy Ruff? So 41% of you said yes. 8% of you said no. 40% of you said at least fire his staff. And 11% of you uh, remained unsure. So for the people who remained unsure, I got a response from someone who voted for that category. He said, this was a tough question to answer. I went with unsure. The team is assembled and they are young. I am not sure that he is the coach to build a fire under the club. He has proven track record. At least give him until the all-star break. So that's what I agree with. Like, look, I get what Lindy Ruff said at the beginning of the year, which was we're a young team and we're going to be coming out with a sense of urgency this year. But at the same time, they're just kids. They're young. And, uh, you know, Lindy Ruff did say that, uh, you know, he wasn't going to take any prisoners. He was going to make drastic changes. Like, you know, I, I, I can already give you a few examples. Ty Smith, uh, Yanni Kwokinen, uh, Sharon Govich, all those guys who made great impacts for our team last year, they were all scratches. In fact, for this game, Yanni Kwokinen was a scratch. So, you know, like I said, Lindy Ruff is certainly not going to be taking any prisoners. And um, in terms of just trying to shake up the lineup and just find that potential. And it's just so sad that, you know, once we got Jack Hughes back from injury, I thought he would be the player to take our team to the next level. But in this game, Jack Hughes ha had one of the worst plus minuses um, in this game. Uh, he was tied along with Pavel Zaka with a negative four plus minus in this game. So the fact that Jack Hughes is not really helping us either is, is leaving me a little concerned. Like, I think it's been enough games for Jack Hughes to get his uh, feet back underneath him and just, you know, try to make that impact. So 
Um, you know, he, he's doing decent right now, but I'm just expecting a little bit more, especially for someone who just signed an eight-year extension and for someone who I had high expectations coming into this year because I said in my hot take that I expected Jack Hughes to score like 70-plus points. But um, that, that's obviously not going to happen due to the injury. But in 10 game appearances, he has scored four goals, three assists for a grand total of seven points and a plus-minus of negative three. So just giving you that kind of reference, just like, you know, the players who are supposed to be making that impact aren't really making that impact for us right now. And like I said, just after period number two and after we went down 3 nothing, you just knew that the New Jersey Devils weren't going to win this game. And then Mackenzie Blackwood had to be subbed out this game. He only played for the first two periods. And then you had Akira Schmid uh, come in and just try to save the day. And like I said, we need a backup goalie. There's a lot of things that this team needs right now. We need an actual backup goalie who has some veteran experience and not a rookie. I said this a lot in the last show. And in my opinion, uh, while he was still on the waivers, we should have claimed uh, Hudobin. But unfortunately, he cleared waivers and now he's playing for the AHL program of the Dallas Stars. So that means we would have to make a trade for him. And I was actually kind of surprised that uh, Hudobin actually cleared waivers because I told you his numbers. I told you about his track history of playing in the bubble, how he had an actually a uh, pretty respectable playoff run uh, when the NHL was playing in their COVID bubble. And then I talked about his overall impact uh, last year, the year before that, and his numbers were actually pretty solid. And I was actually stunned that the uh, Dallas Stars would risk uh, waving him because I th I thought a, a, it was a surefire thing that uh, there was going to be a team that was going to claim him, especially the New Jersey Devils, because we don't know the situation about Jonathan Bernier. We need some uh, assertion on our bottom six and uh, unfortunately Miles Wood is out for an extended period of time. I would be very stunned if he returned um, at any point during the course of this year. We need our young guys to step up. We need Smith to step up. We need Sharon Govers to step up. We need uh, Quokinen to step up, but Unfortunately, we're not getting that. We need uh, Thomas Tatar to regain that magic that he was able to do a few weeks ago. Same with uh, Janssen and uh, and same with Mercer to an extent as well. Because, look, Mercer, he's going to finish in the top five of the Calder Memorial Trophy. I, I highly doubt he's going to win it. But I'm, I'm just expecting a little bit more from um, uh, Mercer the last few games. Because uh, uh, in our last three games that we've dropped, Mercer has literally done little to nothing. So against Nashville, his plus minus was zero. Uh, New York Islanders plus minus was zero and then for the Philadelphia Flyers negative two so my thing is, is just like you know can Mercer just you know give me that spark that spark of energy that we needed and that thing I've been talking about for so long on this show and it's just like it seems like the New Jersey Devils have just lost their way quite honestly and uh, you know, I, I give my respect to someone like Jesper Bratt, who's uh, stepping up his game big time. And like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away from Andreas Janssen, but I'm just expecting a, a little bit more from him just because, like, you know, I, I was actually talking really good about him recently. But, um, yeah, it's just like uh, in the last five games, he only has one assist. And, and the thing is, is like, where, where was that magic just a few weeks ago when it seemed like he was scoring every single game and just being that clutch uh, factor that we needed? But, uh, like I said, I think the New Jersey Devils have just lost their way, and it's going to be very uh, difficult for them to recapture what we had at the beginning of the year just in terms of just being an overall solid team. And I've been trying to remain optimistic, but, uh, you know, 
sometimes uh, things like that just happen. So I wanna get back on a positive note. So you know what gets me happy is my sense of style and fashion. As some of you might know, I'm a big sneaker head, but what good is sneakers without a great pair of socks? So the one thing I love, I love stance socks just because they're so comfortable. I can express myself. They're very, very vibrant. They're very colorful. And like I said, I've seen a lot of NBA players wear them and it just gives me a sense of style and comfort. And also I think uh, I might use that as a Christmas gift for some of my family members. So a lot of you are probably wondering, why would you give socks to your family members or things of that nature? But here's the thing, stance and, and not just their socks, just their clothing line in general is so great. So founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings in atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborations for the ultimate st in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. So uh, my favorite design, well, you know, there's a lot of pop culture designs that uh, Stance does. So they do stuff with Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, Bob Marley, MLB, NBA, Pixar. Like I told you guys, how I heard of Stance was uh, uh, through the NBA. And uh, at one point, they were sponsored by NBA 2K, one of my favorite video games, and it, it was in the game. So uh, that's how I heard about their apparel, and it's great in real life. So uh, Stance Apparel, uh, I, I just love uh, their overall aesthetic, what they bring to the market, and I think a lot of you uh, will love it too, just based on their comfortability. So Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, and that those who feel good uh, do good. So go see for yourself. Register for an account at Stance.com and get 50% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply enjoy the color and the comfort of a less ordinary with stance be vibrant be yourself and just stand out and just express yourself everybody because that's what style is just uh wearing something that is you So I said this at the beginning of this episode, and I sound like a broken rec record when I say this, but the New Jersey Devils power play has been just god-awful this year. 0-4 against the Philadelphia Flyers, and we gave up a shorthanded goal. So it's just been a very rough patch for the Devils uh, the past uh, few games or so, and it's just really uh, putting a spotlight as to what our issues are, what we need to work on, and overall, guys, you know, I I'm trying my best to remain uh, optimistic, but it's just really, really, really hard. So according to CJ uh, Turturro, uh, he's a writer for Infernal Access, he said, uh, the Devils take sole possession of first place in the NHL in shorthanded goals allowed, and they're also last in power play goals for. So just, just to show you guys, we are struggling mightily, and I'm not crazy when I say this. And also, coming into this game, we were uh, second to last in, in power play percentage. And get this, we were only 0.6% higher than the Arizona Coyotes, so I don't know what that number is currently, but given the fact that we haven't capitalized on a power play goal in that game against the Philadelphia Flyers can't be good. And I was just so disappointed because I I felt like it was a breakthrough the, the in our last win against the Flyers when we came out on the winning end three to nothing. I thought we were having a breakthrough for our power play because yes, we were passing the puck around, but at the same time, we just looked more aggressive. We looked more assertive. We looked like we were just trying to form an overall game plan. And you know, some people were talking bad about our power play on Twitter, but I came to the defense of the New Jersey Devils and I'm just like, okay, okay. Well, I, I think we're starting to get a little bit better slowly but surely because 
you know, in our past few games, we've at least gotten one power play goal. And I just said, you know, improvement, baby steps. And unfortunately, instead of uh, the baby stepping forward, the baby fell backwards on its head and uh, on a soft, soft mat. Just just putting that out there just before anyone comes at me. But just you get the point. Like, you know, we're, we were supposed to be taking a few steps forward. But unfortunately, we just took one giant leap back. And now we're back at square one. Or even if we were at square one, I think we're at square zero or square negative something if I'm able to do that but uh boy just just not a good overall show showing for the New Jersey Devils and like I said after period number uh one and part of period number two you just knew that the New Jersey Devils weren't going to win especially when we went uh down three nothing and uh Cam Atkinson was able to get the hat trick at least PK Subban was able to get a goal and you know just improve his overall numbers uh yeah, uh, from a statistical standpoint, PK Subban's on pace to have his best uh, season with the New Jersey Devils. What so far uh, in 27 game appearances, he has two goals, nine assists for a grand total of 11 points. His plus minus is negative three. So, uh, yeah, uh, the standards for PK Subban has gone down mightily. But if you need some reference, uh, last year his plus minus was negative 16. The year before that, his first year with New Jersey was at negative 21. So, uh, j- just giving you that kind of reference and uh his overall impact in 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 that regard so uh the the standards for him are low and uh you know he's a bomb for defenseman now i don't know what else to say but uh let's compare the overall stats and then i'm gonna say what's next for the new jersey devils so shots on goal differential 30 to 27 in favor of the flyers face-off percentage 53 percent to 48 percent in favor of the flyers power play devils 0 for 4 Flyers didn't get one power play opportunity, but they got a shorthanded goal. Hits 24 to 22 in favor of the Flyers. Blocks dead even 12 apiece. Giveaways, the New Jersey Devils led that category 9 to 4. So overall, I think you guys know what I'm going to rate this game. I, in my opinion, F. Just, just just, overall F. Just not a good showing for the New Jersey Devils. I get that the Flyers uh, were on a little bit of a win streak, but that is no excuse of how awful the Devils played this time around, and they should be ashamed of themselves. And going forward, I, I know I said this a lot, but it, it, the, the time is, is ticking for Lindy Ruff and his staff. They need to get it together now, like N-O-W now. And it, it, look, I'm not expecting them to win their next game against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. I really don't expect that. Look, I, I, I'm realistic, guys. You guys know this on my show. I'll be honest. So I don't expect them to win against the Vegas Golden Knights. But at least put up some sort of effort and just show what you were able to do against the Florida Panthers, the Tampa Bay Lightning at one point, which is just show that you can compete. And then uh, for the Detroit Red Wings, I, I think that's a game we can win. Quite honestly, because, you know, the Red Wings are a young team. Yes, they're surprising a lot of people. And yes, the Red Wings, um, you know, uh, they, they've been struggling the last few games, quite honestly. So they've surprised a few people, including me. But at the same time, I, if the Red Wings lose their next game against the Hurricanes, then uh, we can actually use that losing momentum against them. Uh, so uh, to, to give you some reference, the, the Red Wings won their last game against the Islanders 2-1. to one, But prior to that, they lost to the Avalanche 7-3, to three, then to the Blues 6-2. to two, and then to the Predators five to two, so we can use that uh, that overall just inconsistency against the Red Wings and just try to improve our overall structure. So uh, going forward, looking ahead to the next two games without breaking it down in great detail because I want to save that for when that time comes. I'm just saying, 
against the Golden Knights. Not expecting a win, but at least try to compete. And then against the Red Wings, I think that's a team we can beat if we play our A game and just improve in the next few days. So that's my overall opinion. Let me know what you guys think. But as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. I tried to keep it as optimistic as I possibly could. I know it's it's a struggle for the Devils recently, but chin up. We've been there before. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.